it's understandable that people want you to be safe. People in your life often work just like your brain. Our brain seeks out safety. So that's why we get so much of this negative self-talk and these things that we say to ourselves that hold us back because our brain wants us to be comfortable and it wants us to be safe. It is looking out for danger and for threat. Change is a lot of times equal to danger. Change is a lot of times equal to threat. People around you will not want you to change because they want you to stay the same because that's comfortable for them. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. So today's episode is actually brought about by a question from a listener of the podcast. And I do want you guys to know as well that you can, by all means, get in touch and ask questions. If there's something that you'd like to hear on the podcast, something that you'd like me to go more in depth on, by all means, just reach out. You can reach me at hello at liveworktravel.com and ask your question because this podcast is being made for all of you. And the goal is to help you wherever you're at with whatever you're going through on your freelancing journey. So today's is about managing the transition from a nine to five job to freelancing and specifically around those comments that you will get from people who don't necessarily understand what you're doing and maybe aren't supportive. So you'll hear things sometimes like you need a real job or sure you can do that on the side as a hobby, but when are you going to get a real job? When are you going to actually settle down and go to work, you know, do this thing, whatever the thing is that they have for you in their mind that makes you, you know, real, a real worker, have a real job. And I'm not going to lie, these can be really tough when you're starting out. You're starting something new. You're starting something that is difficult. You don't know what you're doing. You're going through all of those beginner feelings whenever we start something new where you're just confused and muddling your way through and trying to talk to yourself positively and believe in yourself along the way to make something bigger happen, something great happen. And then from the outside, externally, you've got these comments coming in around, you know, telling you that you can't make it. And it's not easy. It's not easy at all. When I was getting started, I kept this very quiet. I kept freelancing very quiet. If people didn't need to know, I didn't tell them. You know, there were people directly around me who asked what I was doing. And of course, you know, like a very, very small circle. But for most people, I didn't even bother to tell them. They'd say, oh, you know, we heard you got laid off. What are you up to these days? Looking for work, looking for work. You know, I didn't bother to tell them that I was looking for freelance work and that I was going after freelance clients and trying to build my freelance business. Looking for work could also mean looking for nine to five jobs, which is the standard status quo that many people would have expected me to go down. I chose a different path, but I also didn't broadcast it from the rooftops. And there are different schools of thought on this. Some people say, tell as many people because that way it keeps you accountable. You know, once you put it on your social media, once you tell people, Hey, I'm not going back to a job. I'm going to do this freelancing thing. You know, you've put it out there. You've told people. And then that'll, the idea is that that will hold you accountable. That may work for some people. And to be honest, it may work more now in the year that I'm recording this episode in 2023 than it did back in 2017 when I got started. There's so much of a difference now in so many people experienced working from home during 2020, 2021, even into 2022. People now understand what it is. Now, working from home is different from freelancing. Freelancing, you're actually striking out and doing your own thing versus doing it for a boss. 
but it does make it quite a bit easier to understand these days. Something that has not changed as fast is the perception of freelancing. There's still many people that I talk to that have this idea that freelancing is not stable and that you're not going to be able to sustain a living that way. That is just something that you're going to prove to those people over time. Once you get started, you're going out there, you're getting clients, you are freelancing for a year, two years, three years, and you know you have shown no signs of going back to your job. It may take that long for some people in your life to believe that this is a real thing, that this is not a hobby, that this is something that you've chosen to do with your life, you're doing it and you're enjoying it. I heard this quote one time. I don't know where I heard it, but it says, other people's perceptions of you are none of your business. And I thought that's just such a great quote. It really is important. Everyone in your life will have a different perception of you. You know, your parents have a different perception of you than your friends, than your cousins, than your coworkers, than your grandmother, than your partner. Every one of the people in your life has a different perception of you as a person. And that perception is very different from the way you see yourself, right? So all of that is none of your business. What is your business is going out and doing what you're going to do. Let other people have their perceptions. Many people did not think I could do what I've done. I heard comments just like the ones that you may receive. It's not a real job. When you're going to get a real job, that's just not going to work out for you. And to that now, I kind of say, tell that to my bank account, (laughs) right? Because the proof is in my bank account. Freelancing allowed me to make more money than I ever had in teaching, than I ever had working for the couple of companies that I bounced around for in between leaving teaching and finding my way into freelancing. You know, freelancing has, and we're not talking like just eking it out just a little bit more. We're talking doubled, tripled, quadrupled, and just keeps going over what I was making before. So that to me is all the proof that I need that this is working. Also, if you look at my lifestyle, my lifestyle changed drastically when I started freelancing. You know, I lived for one year in the US after I became a freelancer and I moved to Vegas. Vegas was a new city that I'd never lived in. I didn't know anybody there. And I moved out there in order to do a little test run to see if I could travel and do this freelancing thing at the same time. But I stayed in the US. You know, it's just like, let me just go to a different city in the US. Let me live somewhere else. Let me start over from scratch. And I did that. I had a great time living in Vegas, building my business, exploring all the national parks and everything nearby, and then decided, okay, if I could do this. And from there, I moved out of the States and never looked back. So if you look at my life beforehand, Saturdays were spent on the beach, hanging out, going to drinks with friends. It was a good life, but it wasn't the life I wanted to be living. And now you look at my life and I am, you know, popping over to a new country for the weekend. Or I've got a friend who is popping over to visit me for the weekend from another country. These are the kinds of things that I'm doing now, traveling, being able to fly friends out to visit me. My parents are retiring soon and being able to, knowing that I have the means to be able to fly them to wherever I am to visit, to hang out. You know, they've always wanted to travel when they retire. And guess what? That time is upon us. And I know that if I had stayed in my old life, whether that be teaching or whether that be the jobs that came after it, I wouldn't be able to afford this. I wouldn't even be able to do this myself. You know, I'd be struggling to get by, struggling to get that two week vacation, maybe per year where I could go out and do something, but then have to watch my budget the entire time. Now my life is sort of turned into a permanent vacation where I'm living somewhere where other people come to vacation and I'm just working while I do it and enjoying the type of work that I do. So let that be one 
kind of guiding thing for you. Keep your bank account in mind and keep, you know, that financial freedom, that financial stability that you're going after in mind. Because not only is that a concrete way to prove to other people, but it's a concrete way to prove to yourself that you can do this. When you watch the money that you've earned from freelancing go from zero to $35, right? My first client was $35 an hour. After one hour working with her, I had gained $35 from freelancing. And then after two hours, it was $70 from freelancing. And then it just kept going, kept going with her, with other clients, with everybody out there. As that grows, so too does your belief in yourself. And what the more you believe in yourself, the less other people's thoughts and comments coming in are going to matter. If someone walked up to me today and said, freelancing isn't stable, freelancing isn't lucrative, you can't make a life out of freelancing, you can't travel the world while you freelance, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to care, right? I'm going to say, oh, is that what you think? Have a nice day. I don't care because I know it's true. I know it can be done. So as you build up that confidence in yourself, what other people say will matter less and less and less. That being said, I know it hurts. I know it hurts when we're starting something new. We would love for the people around us to come together with constructive, thoughtful, helpful comments and lift us up, but that doesn't always happen. There's a couple of things that you can practice instead of letting that get you down. One, that internal talk that you have with yourself, because we are our own worst critics most of the time. Okay. It's very rare to have anyone else out there that is beating us up worse than we're beating ourselves up. So work on the negative self-talk that you have going on inside your own head and use other people's comments as a way to notice that even more. So if a friend says, well, cool, but like, how long are you going to try this? Well, what if it doesn't work out? If they say that, what if it doesn't work out? Practice responding to them positively, but also, you know, making sure that you're aware of that voice in your head. It's like, yeah, what if they're right? What if this doesn't work out? Oh my God, I'm an idiot for doing this. I can't believe, like, what makes me think that I could make this work? You know, I'm not that smart. I'm not that talented. I don't even usually an ambitious person. What makes me think that I deserve this? All this stuff that'll start to go off in your head. Just shut it down. Just work on shutting it down, noticing that and talking to that voice inside your head the same way it talks to your friend. Because the reason that thoughts like that can creep in is because you're thinking the same thing somewhat inside yourself, right? Because like I said, with my example, if you're already confident and you know that something can work, then when people say negative stuff, you're just like, yeah, well, that's just negative Nancy over there. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> you just brush it off. But when it resonates is when you've got that same thought inside and it's kind of like hitting that same frequency. So just work on practicing a positive response to your friend and a positive response to yourself. And don't be afraid to catch people out. I know it varies. I know it varies in different cultures. I know everyone approaches this a little bit differently. Americans culturally and the way we speak to each other, we're known for being very direct in many ways. So, so don't be afraid to say, look, this is what I'm doing right now. And I would love that you support me. If you're not able to support me, if you don't think this is going to work out, you know, I just appreciate you keeping that to yourself. This is not helpful for me to hear this negative feedback or this thoughts, these comments that aren't encouraging. It's difficult when I'm just getting started out. So I'd appreciate your support or, you know, we can just change the subject and talk about something else. Just really getting your friends to understand that you're not going to entertain this negativity. I have a friend who I love her, I've known her my entire life. And when she was pregnant, she would get all this, you know, new mom advice from other people before she had her first child. You know, people say a lot of weird things <laughs> when you are expecting a baby. People come up with all this advice. Some, you know, it's well-intentioned, a lot of it, but she would have people telling her just a variety of things. Some are helpful and some are just these 
terrible stories of motherhood and what can happen, all these different things. And she just, I love her. I've thought about this many times ever since she said that, but she just look at these people and shake her head and be like, uh-uh, don't you speak that over my child. Mm-mm. Don't you speak that over my life. <laughs> she would just be put up a hand if necessary. Like you need to stop right there. <laughs> like I'm not listening to this, not entertaining this. This is not something I choose to have in my life or, you know, any part of this, like this stops here, <laughs> this stops here. So it's a good exercise to develop some boundaries with your friends, with your family, choose what you will allow. And if it's not helpful, then Hey, don't allow it in. Don't allow it in. And there's also that whole, you know, taking a good long look in the mirror and going, what is going on in your life where you have, you know, you're starting something new and you have people that will not accept you or people who are going to bring you down. That's a flag right there, right? That is a yellow to orange heading towards red flag. <laughs> if you have people in your life that are not supportive of you in what you are trying to do. Now, hear me out here. You know, you can't change your family. They are who they are. It's understandable that people want you to be safe. People in your life often work just like your brain. Our brain seeks out safety. So that's why we get so much of this negative self-talk and these things that we say to ourselves that hold us back because our brain wants us to be comfortable and it wants us to be safe and is looking out for danger and for threat. Change is a lot of times equal to danger. Change is a lot of times equal to threat. People around you will not want you to change because they want you to stay the same because that's comfortable for them. I'm not saying you throw your family out of your life. I'm not saying you cut your friends immediately out of your life, but you can balance how much time you spend with them and whether or not they respect your boundaries is a huge thing. If you have told them, hey, this is what I'm doing and I don't want to hear, you know, if it's not positive, if it's not constructive, if it's not thoughtful, can we not talk about this? And you still hang out with them and they're constantly making fun of you. Like, oh, he thinks he's this. She thinks she's that. She thinks it's going to, if they're just like not helpful, then you can limit the amount of time you spend with them. But it is going to start to create these other things where you go, why am I spending time with this person? Why am I allowing someone in my life who doesn't respect my boundaries, who is still talking about me? Like, I'm not going to make it, even though I've asked them not to, who doesn't support me. What am I doing with this person? And I got to warn you, changing your lifestyle a lot of times requires changing your friendship groups, changing the people that are around you. It's not easy. Not only are you going through this change internally, but then you start to look at your external world and realize that I might need some new people, right? Sometimes people will change with you along the way, but a lot of times that doesn't happen. And you end up going through these stages where you go through, you know, kind of losing a good chunk of your friends and then finding and building new relationships that are more like the person you are now. As humans, we are very much like plants. We are meant to grow and change. We go through cycles, you know, flowers, they bloom and then they lose their blooms and then they, you know, bloom again the next year. Plants, you know, keep coming up year after year. Trees grow constantly. These things are very similar to life. We're growing and changing and not every friend that we have is meant to be a friend for life. Okay. And that's a really hard thing to kind of think about sometimes, but also it's truth and it's reality. And I think that just knowing that that's the way life is meant to go can help make us less sad when these kind of cycles occur. Another thing I would say on that is that something I've found in my own life is for every friend that you kind of lose, if you go in a different direction in life and that friendship gets further apart and you guys aren't as close as you used to be, more come along. Life gives you different people to support you in your journey if you have the ability to be on the lookout for it. Sometimes you have to close doors in order to move forward and to find those new people. You know, sometimes you're opening your eyes to the people around you, the friends and family who aren't supportive 
and noticing that they aren't supportive makes you go, okay, wow, I want something different. And that has you on the lookout for when someone different arrives and you go, oh, wow, I met this person at this event and they are doing freelancing too. And like, yeah, we're going to go to get a coffee. And then you talk and you find you have so much in common and you follow them on their journey. You support each other and you grow. You're on the lookout for that. You're attuned to that new frequency because you have realized that what is going on in your life currently isn't quite sticking with you, right? Isn't quite resonating. And I get this because when I first started, I just felt so alone. I felt like there was nobody out there who understood what I was trying to do. (laughs) I understood the kind of person I was trying to be because I was in the same circle that I'd kind of been in for ages and just didn't know where to meet new people. Didn't know where to find people who were looking for something different, looking for something like I was. It took a while. But one last thing that I want to leave you with is that it doesn't always have to come from people, I'm air quotes here, but like in real life as well. Your inspiration can come from people who have gone before you and have written the books and given the talks. I find so much inspiration from YouTube and listening to so many wonderful people who have gone down you know, this path of entrepreneurship, gone through hard things. For this reason, I love reading biographies of people because they tell the real story of that person's life. You just see the person and you see the success, but you don't see all of the little setbacks that they had all the way and big setbacks many times. And all of the people telling them that they weren't good enough, that they weren't going to make it, that they couldn't do it. And when you read somebody's story, it's fascinating to me because it's like, we're all the same. We've all had our moments of doubt. We've all had people that didn't understand. We've all had to go through some shit, right? To make it out the other side. And so I would suggest, you know, you go on YouTube, find people who inspire you when you listen to them. For me, it's Jim Rohn. His last name is spelled R-O-H-N. I'll put a link in the show notes, but Jim Rohn is the man. Whenever I'm feeling like I can't do it, like I'm all over the place, like I need to find my center again, like I need to just focus, like I need to just have a pep talk, right? I go back to his talks and they help me remember, okay, I am not in this alone. Just because maybe I look out in a room and I'm like, I don't fit in this room and I don't see anybody else here who's thinking like me, trying to do like me. Then I'm like, I got to go to the internet. I got to go listen to some talks, find some people. And there are so many, so many to the fact that you can get discouraged. I get it in real life when you're going just like, you know, I want them in my life. I don't want them just on my computer screen. I want them in my life. How do I find them? And the first way to find them is to start listening to these talks. Because once your brain is getting swept along in that manner, you're thinking in that way, you're looking at life that way that people look at it, then you are going to attract those people into your life. Like you'll just start to bump into them to recognize them. I can recognize my people now. I go into a room, I talk to five people, I instantly know which one is like on the same wavelength. That's just how it is now. (laughs) And people are out there. They are out there, you know? And here's the thing going back to your friends too. People say that basically like you are a product of the five people that you spend the most time with. They influence you so much. So if you're finding in your circle, as you look around your friend group, that you're so different from the five people that you spend the most time with and that they don't understand what you're trying to do, what you're trying to build in your life, and they aren't necessarily lifting you up, you need to change that five people. And for me, when I was going through building my business, I did not have five people close to me who understood what I was doing. So I found them in motivational speakers and other entrepreneurs and people who had gone there before and put it out on YouTube. Because it says, you know, the people that you spend the most time with. I wasn't with my friends that much. 
I was listening to podcasts and YouTube videos. And so my mind was there with five other people just listening and learning and consuming and really beginning to think and understand life the way that they did in order to follow in their footsteps and grow my business in the way that they did. Those five people that you spend the most time with doesn't have to be real. I do encourage you for the sake of your social life to have a good mix of podcasts and listening to people online, but then also getting out in the real world. And you'll find these people. You cannot listen to these YouTube people, these motivational speakers, these podcasts, and then just stay holed up in your room. You will, by nature, be on the lookout. and You will be on this different level of being that's going to put situations into your life where you'll meet these other people. Okay. So that's all for today. (laughs) I hope this was helpful. And I will link down in the show notes, one of my favorite Jim Rohn talks. And if you are ever wavering, if you ever need some support, by all means, just reach out. You can get a hold of me at hello at liveworktravel.com by email. You can DM me on Instagram at liveworktravelig. I'm listening to the things that you guys are saying. I'm taking the questions that you're asking and considering them and how I can create content that answers them for you. And I'm just always happy to give you a pep talk as well. So hit me up, ask your questions, let me know how you're doing. And I'll be back next Monday with another episode. Take care of yourself. 